0: The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening. And please email any of your fatherhood related questions to ned at rebel And hey, please don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. What does the world look like through your children's eyes? Every day we show up to our world, to our day, to our life. And I'll tell you, I'm most of the time looking at all of this through my own eyes. What do I want? What do I need? Um, How are my kids acting? How's my relationship with my wife rocking right now? I have this view from my perspective and we get caught up in it, right? But how often do we pause and think about my eight-year-old? What does the day look like? At the end of the day, I can sit and lay in my bed and go, this went well and that didn't. And I I liked what I said to this person. I didn't like what I said to that person. I didn't appreciate what that person said or did to me. And we we get so wrapped up. I mean, we think about ourselves so much. But what if we were to pause and, and take a moment and when we fall asleep at night, rotate through our family and think, what was Stella's life like today? What was her day like? Well... I woke her up and I was in a rush and I said, get out of bed now. And what are you eating? Eat this. And why are you wearing that? And hurry up and get in the car. And, oh yeah, have a great day at school. And then my wife or grandma or somebody picks her up and then I see her at home. And what did I act like at dinner? And how did I respond after dinner? And what was her life like when we did a game night? And how did I treat her? And how did I put her in bed? Like, Gosh, thinking about that and running through that with my own mind, I'm like, "Oh my goodness, like that's my baby girl. I I I want to be more in tune with with who she is and what her life is like and how can I come alongside and support?" And when I'm doing that, I mean, one it hurts my heart in a sense to even talk about it because I'm like, "Man, right now I'm standing here doing a podcast and my kid is getting picked up at school and I don't know what that day looked like and she's going to come home and Am I going to be thinking about, gosh, it's Monday, and how much did I get done today? And am I going to go home stressed? But if I start to make it a habit for myself, which is something I'm working on, something I want to do, you know, have a little checklist at the end of your day, is, okay, when I fall asleep at night, am I thinking about my daughter? Am I thinking about my son? Am I thinking about my wife? What was their day like? How could I have been engaged and involved in that? Like, what is it like through their eyes? So much of the time, I'm just thinking about it through my own eyes. So I'm trying to jockey all the time to make everything work out really well for me so that I'm comfortable, so that I'm happy, so that I feel good. And everybody's kind of like playing a role in my life, my world, my movie. What if we were to change this? What if we were to start to think about the world through the lens of our families I think that we would start to shift our actions, shift our perspective, shift the selfishness. Hey, we all do this all the time, but it would start to shift. So I want to run through each of my kids and kind of make a commitment of what I see and and how can I show up thinking about them. Okay, Stella, you know, interesting. I've been talking about her and I was thinking about it last week, like, Man, she's my youngest. I didn't really I couldn't really remember the last time that I just went to the park and played with her. Like, yeah, I'm an intentional dad and yeah, we have family this and family that. But when was the last time I just did something from her perspective? And so in the last week, we went to the pool one night and I just threw her in the pool. Right? She's 8. That's what she should be doing. And then we went to drop my son off at football and she said, "Dad, can we stop and play at the park for a minute?" Everything in me wanted to say no because I had other things I wanted to do. But I said, sure, let's go. So we spent 15 minutes at the park playing Lava Monster and going on the swings. And it's those little things. If, if again, we do them more often, it's more regular and normal, that those are the things that matter, right? Spending time doing things from their lens that matter. And and I want to commit to continuing to play because I don't want her to want to be 10 and, and 15 and 21. I, I don't want that. But if I'm not engaging in playful things with her, those things won't happen. My son Brody, sometimes I feel like if I were to ask him, like, what's life like for you in view of your dad, it would be like, well, you, you're correcting me a lot, right? You, you're you're correcting me. And I've been thinking about that the past week is from his lens, does he see me as just this corrector? And so the past couple of days, I've been trying to be more like, just, just doing what he wants. Like he's been asking to go to this surf spot. I don't know for a month. And, and yesterday, Sunday night, we made it work and check it out, man. Even this, we've been, I've been trying to not be so busy on our way there. We see our neighbor broken down on the side of the road and everything in me is normally like we're headed to a destination. We don't have time for this, but what kind of example is that to my son? So, we flip around, we spend 45 minutes helping this guy. My son, you know, like helped me push the car off the road. I couldn't have done it on my own. And this isn't kudos to me. like this is one in a hundred opportunities I've had to help somebody and and finally am trying to live a life like that. But now the the, the lens for him is, When I helped my dad, my dad didn't make me sit in the car. When we go home, I share with the family, his mom and his sisters. Oh, Brody and I helped uh, Mike next door. Couldn't have pushed that car off the road without his help, which is true. But oh my gosh, what's his lens of me now? It's like much different. And by the way, we made it to the surf spot and we caught some of the best waves we ever caught. But I don't want his view of me to be just correction. I got to balance that out so that when I correct, there's a respect for me there. Brooklyn, my oldest, always have an opinion. She would probably say, dad, you always have an opinion of everything. And so now I'm literally working. This is a commitment to bite my tongue and just let her figure out some things on her own so that then my opinion will matter. And I don't want her view of me to just be opinion. Like, let's have a conversation. Let's eat some good food. Let's just go out and watch the sunset without it always having to be like, air quote, intentional super important dad convo, like just be together. Um, Violet, my 13 year old, I feel like sometimes it's just her opinion is just like, dad, you asked me the same questions. You asked me the same questions. And I'm trying to go like, what matters to her? How do I come alongside what matters to her? And then also just be like for her just sitting and eating or, or like the other day she went out to, I was like, Hey, I'm going to go barbecue dinner. Does anybody want to come sit with me? And she jumped up and said, I'll go like, bro, don't screw that conversation up. Don't screw that moment up with whatever you think is important. What would be important to her to talk about in that moment? So I'm committing to to seeing it from her lens. Like when she's falling asleep that night and she's laying there thinking, ah, I I was outside with my dad. What can I do to make that a, a win where she goes, I'm so glad I went out and sat with my dad and just talked and it not be about me, but I make it about her Presley. Okay, I'm number five, right? Making it down the line here. We butt heads because of her passion. I mean, she is so passionate where she'll give you the best, strongest hug you've ever felt or she will fight you to the death for something she believes in. And I'm working to honor both passions. I can't love the one without also loving the other And so I think sometimes her opinion of me is that when she's in a passionate moment, I'm always trying to force her to like overcome her feelings, overcome the, the road, mental roadblock, the stoned face, instead of allowing her to be and work through it. And so her view of me, I want to just give her grace and freedom so that when she's, you know, I don't always have to correct it. So at the end of the day, when she's falling asleep, she can come to her own realization that, man, I was a little harsh with my dad, and then switch it from me uh, forcing her to come to the conclusion to then coming to the conclusion on her own. So guys, let's add this question to our mantra. Let's add this question to our falling asleep, uh, you know, game plan when I'm falling asleep. Go through your family. Like, let's do this the next month. As you fall asleep, think about each of your children. What's their view of you today? What was their day like? And how could you have shown up for them? And then the same thing for your spouse. You guys, it's easy. It's easy to think of all the things that annoyed me about my wife today. All the things she could have done, should have done, if done differently, would have made me happy. That's easy it's hard to go what was her view today what could I have done to make her view different, of me, of the kids, of the house, of her world I'm telling you if we add this simple question and when when we start to have the and guys it might be heavy at first right it might be heavy to think damn my relationship (laughs) sucks with some of these people Just say, okay, every day for 30 days, I'm gonna challenge myself. I'm gonna fall asleep. I'm laying in bed, my eyes are closed, my eyes are shut, whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, Sarah, my wife, what was her world like today? What can I do? Okay, I'm gonna try that tomorrow. I'm gonna bring her a cup of coffee. I'm gonna wash the dishes in the morning. I'm gonna offer to take the kids to school. I'm gonna offer to pick them up. I don't know what it is, but you know, and that's your and I's role. How do we show up, love, and serve our families? You guys, this is game changing. This is life changing. This is world changing. What is your children's and your spouse, your dependents, those in your care? What is their view of the day, of their life, of you? Take that into your world and become the father that you already are designed to be. Last week's podcast was with Kyle Carnohan. His Instagram is Fathers. This dude's no joke. Uh, five kids, looks cut like you and I would love to look. The guy is inspiring and encouraging men to live to their potential as fathers and really focusing on taking control of your health. What you put in your body and your fitness. The dude is so dope. Find him on Instagram. Go listen to the podcast. He got me so fired up. I want to say thank you to all you dads out there listening to rebel and Creates. Craft of fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. If you got a question about fatherhood, something you'd like me to discuss on here, I don't have all the answers. I just love talking about it. Email me, ned at rebelandcreate.com. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, stay in tune with all that we're up to. And then if you haven't already, please write a review on the podcast and share it with a homie. It helps spread the word that fatherhood matters.